beginning to look like Ada Boxmus Everywhere you go Let your ideas flow For projects you want to show With push buttons and LEDs aglow It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmus Everything is grand But the nicest thing on the shelf Is something you made yourself With your own hand A circuit playground with a speaker for sound Is the wish of Barney and Ben A Raspberry Pi with some LCD eyes Is the hope of Janice and Jen And friends at the Hackerspace Can't wait to 3D print again It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmas Everywhere you go So grab A for the wing Let the piezo ring Prototype aboard for sensing snow It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmus Time for a Silastros Get your projects all debugged Then cozy up nice and snug With some warm A very cyber Christmas. <laughs> Live from New York, you can tell it's the holidays here at Ask an Engineer. Hey everybody, ho ho ho! It is yeah. that time. Uh, it's almost Thanksgiving Day, and then soon will be Hanukkah. It's Christmas. almost Halloween. It's almost Halloween again. Every day's closer. Every day, we only have 350 days to go. Yeah. It's. Uh, me, Lady Ada, and with me is Mr. Lady Ada. We're broadcasting live here from the Adafruit factory in downtown Manhattan. We do all the electronic manufacturing, testing, shipping, coding that you love to use for your Halloween and other holiday projects. Uh, but for now, we got another hour of Ask Engineer coming up with all the news that's fit to broadcast. We've yeah. got new products, projects, CircuitPython news, updates from Supercon, and more. Going to kick it off. With style, Mr. Ladeda, what's the code and what's on the show tonight? On tonight's show, the code is Stemma OLED. We will be talking about all things Stemma and more. So and the OLEDs. Code is Stemma OLED. That gets you 10% off in the Adafruit store. Everything except for gift certificates, Adabox, and Codecademy courses. It supports us, an open source hardware company. Here in New York City, here is some of our staff. And here are some of the people who help run the company. Thank you so much to all of you, and special thanks to everyone who orders something. That is what keeps us in business because we have no loans of venture capital, and we're profitable, so we're not going to be going out of business. But it's only because y'all buy stuff once in a while. So thank you. Show and tell people around the world showing and sharing their project. Lady Ada will talk about who is on the show and tell this week and what they shared. We have some previews of JP's workshop that's coming up tomorrow at 4 p.m. We also have a Make Good Mat. Lots of stuff going on in the world of... Python and hardware, and there was events and more. It is an epic week if you like doing Python and electronics. Time travel, look around world makers, hackers, artists, engineers, and current events and some upcoming fun things that we wanted to share with you this week. 3D printing, a couple of great videos from Noah Pedro. 
some Made in New York City factory footage, some new products, we'll answer your questions, and we do that on Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord, where we have hit 15,000 humans. Hooray! Yay. So thank you everybody who's joined up. Um, we try to make this a cool, safe place. We have moderators and we help people out. We have lots of different channels. So please go there, adafruit.it slash Discord. That's where we'll answer questions toward the end of the show. But you can go there anytime you want. Top secret, we'll show some things that aren't out yet. A trivia question where we give something away. All that and more on, you guessed it. Dun, dun, dun. Ask an engineer. Yay. Okay. Well, uh, just a little bit of reminder in case you're like, oh my God, I'm on the checkout page now. It's demo led. Get um, 10% off. Yep. But not only that. So the freebies are updated. This is a new photo. We There's a lot of stuff going on. more freebies. It's there true. There is new tiers. That's right. And this is a big deal. Yes. $90 or more, you'll free get a Perma Proto half-size breadboard. Somebody today even said, thank you for the free half-size Perma Proto. It is super great and handy. Uh, that's free with your order, $99 or more. When you order um, $200 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping in the continental U.S. That's that UPS truck over there. It will courier your shipment to your home. It's tracked. It's insured. It's what we recommend, especially in the winter months when there's sometimes delays. And people order stuff for the holidays. Uh, UPS ground is the way to go. At $249 or more, you get a free one-year Adafruit I.O. Plus Pass. So this is a perfect if you want to use Adafruit I.O. and get more feeds, more storage, uh, more updates, everything better, and, of course, help support us. Uh, Adafruit I.O. Plus accounts are how you do that. And we'll give you a free card if you order $249 or more. It's a $99 value. And at $299 or more, you get a free Circuit Playground Express or all-in-one development board with LEDs, sensors, buttons, and NeoPixels. So you can write your code in Arduino, CircuitPython, Code.org, CS Discovery, MakerBlocks, MakeCode, uh, MicroLisp, or Golang, as well as other fun languages. Uh, we think this board is a great way to get started with making and coding. Okay, and just a little bit of a reminder about Adafruit I.O. Um, one, we have our I.O. newsletter, and that's coming out a couple times in uh, December. You're going to see this but one of the things that we want to make sure people know is so io is always going to be free and we do not dis uh, discriminate against different types of hardware so you're not forced to use adafruit hardware no with adafruit you IO. can use anything there are other online io things and you have to buy the hardware from the maker and we think that's a bad idea because what if that service goes out of business uh, you know what if yeah. there's all sorts of what ifs with that and we've all lived through that i think i saw Insignia, which is Best Buy's um, like a web camera thing, yeah. security camera. The servers are going off, so now the cameras don't work. Yeah. So um, we made the service for us and for makers. It's if he uses Adafruit IO. If he uses MQTT or REST, you can use it. Yeah. We have, we, of course, SSL support. We play nice with every device. But also, if you don't. But fine. here's the other thing: people always say, "Well, I would support services if if they you know if they charge for it." So we have a plus version. Yeah. And it's uh, you know. Nine bucks a month, and you can use it a lot more. So the free version will always be free. We'll always make sure it works with all devices. But uh, this gets you uh, when you buy stuff at the store now. You can get a free tier and get that free year if you want, or you can give it to someone too. A lot of people start to run like their whole homes or like their business around I/O, um, and so we needed to come up with a plus version for people who wanted to to really really use it. Yeah. But anyways, um, I can't back out of these promises that we talk about. You're Every just, year, you're making these promises because now. we put it on our site. So on um, Thanksgiving, we do a thanks, and we always say, "Hey, we're not going to put ads on the site. We're not going to sell your personal information. All these things." But this is one of those promises too, because I'm seeing a lot of 
companies that they might use the word open somewhere, but then when you when you use the service, you have to have their device. Yeah. I don't think that's good. Okay. I think that's not going to work out long term. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, I, that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, UPS, Postal, and DHL. These are the choices you have for shipping. Suggest that you use UPS. UPS ground, is a good idea. Um, or when you have time or three day or second day or overnight mm -hmm. or international. It's trackable, reliable. Postal will be a mystery because there yeah. are all sorts of things that are happening on planet Earth. Postal is always risky, you know. And I it's cheaper, but it's risky. Yeah, and then DHL for international. Good idea. Um, is a good idea. Okay. Very fast. If you are in Manhattan and you check out before 11 a.m., you can get same-day delivery. Just make sure you check out before 11 a.m. and it's one of the zip codes that will tell you on the site. Lady Ada, people around the world, show and share the project every single week. Who's it's on the show and what they share this week? I'm glad you asked. Erin came by. She uh, made a mermaid staff with shells and all sorts of, like, coral sticks and, and wooden dragons, and she made a a knife out of like pewter and it was really cool because it was a um non it had like a fairy light in it but it was for the most part not programmable uh but she made it as part of a coloring book uh, not coloring book a children's book that is being illustrated so i guess this is one of the props that maybe the illustrator uh, is using for inspiration and she'll tell us when uh she's doing a crowdfunding campaign for it and uh that's gonna be awesome melissa Went to Supercon and came by and showed off her Supercon badges. She made a Supercon badge nice and loud. She 3D printed a case for the Edge badge that we gave away. And um, she's also working on adding Ink Gizmo support to our uh, CircuitPython Gizmo library. JP, uh, as you saw the video, he's making a Terminator Eye Santa using Eva foam. Uh, just kind of taking the, because we just wrote uh, the code up to make um, the the old Teensy 3 eyeball code work on um, the gizmo uh, using pixel doubling. And so that means um, that using that with a circuit playground and TFT gizmo makes for a nice little puck. So you can attach it to your costume and we want to make it festive. You can make a cyber turkey next, maybe. Um, we're going to show. We got the cyber turkey. We're going to show this later. Yeah. Cyber turkey. Uh, and then we have uh, <coughs> Noah and Pedro showed off the 3D printed um, TFT gizmo turtle. Um, that's turtle shaped and can run turtle. And also, uh, it's not out yet, don't ask, uh, a NeoPixel goggles with um, adjustable um, potentiometer or rotary encoder. Um, Scott came by to show off an in-progress uh, implementation of Anx, which is Apple's notification service, so that your uh, Circuit Playground Bluefruit, as well as any of our other Bluefruit boards, will be able to get notifications from Apple devices, just like your um, Apple Watch does. Uh, so when you get text messages or updates, notifications, or what time it is, that can come through over Bluetooth, which is kind of neat. Um, and that's, it's a starting. He's getting the notification, there's a notification. Next, he has to get the notification. So it's a multi-step process. Phil B came by and gave us a, a life lesson in level shifting <laughs> basics for NeoPixels. It's important for us to know. Sometimes you can get away with not level shifting, and sometimes you can. And uh, he talked about when and why and things to watch out for and um, tips and tricks to avoiding level shifting sadness. Chris Young um, has a roommate. Uh, hello, roommate. Uh, and she does crafting and sewing, showed off a really beautiful Christmas uh, quilted skirt. And also uh, they're making some gnomes and they're making noses for the gnomes. And Chris Young is 3D printing those noses. Uh, while his roommate crafts the gnome and she has 
a Etsy store, check it out, called Make It So. Um, make It So by Barb. Make It So by Barb, but the so and Make It So is S-E-W, so it's like a pun on Star Trek. It's not, right. not like Make It So, Make It Sewing. Um, Coding Pro came by with the air quality uh, sensor uh, servo project that he's been working on, uh, but is working on updating and improving it, and also made a utility web page with uh, Cheam Trees updates, the time, and all sorts of other uh, air quality details, and just kind of like, kind of like a homepage. Looks kind of neat. Richard A. Um, made a Wi-Fi scarf with MQTT support using the WLED project and fast LED for the ESP8266. And uh, it looks cool and it has a web page you can uh, update um, the LED scarf easily. Sporeball uh, has an update to what I call Metroball. I guess it's the other name, but I like calling it Metroball. Uh, it's a little bouncing ball on an eight by eight grid. Uh, Danon has uh, Sphero hacking going on, making new shells and maybe adding a circuit playground blue fruit next. Okay. And that's what we have for Visitors. All participants on the show and tell get an as seen on the show and tell sticker. Email support at adafruit.com. If you're a kid, please have a parent or guardian-like entity do that for you. Part of our Adafruit live series of shows, JP show is tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Every single week, JP shows how to do a bunch of different things. Tomorrow is no exception. Here are some previews of what's coming up and some things that he had already showed. First, we're going to do the globe demo and then um, how to use Bluefruit. So uh, this is like a minute or so video. We'll see you on the other side. Later. show tomorrow. Okay, uh, next up, Make Code Minute. This That's is last right. week's, and then JP does a Make Code Minute every single week. So take it away, JP. For the Make Code Minute today, what I wanted to do is show you how you can dial a phone using the Circuit Playground Express with a Stemma speaker plugged into it and some fairly straightforward Make Code code. Uh, the key to it actually is what I have on screen right here right now, which is two forever loops. So MakeCode is threaded. We can do two things at the same time, which is perfect for dual tone multifunction dialing because it is a set of two frequencies being played together to represent each key. And the phone system uh, sort of filters that and can tell which unique uh, digit you're pressing on the keypad as well as the asterisk and the pound. So what is going on here is that I have created an array of those frequencies. So you can see here I have 941 and 1336 
and then you'll see somewhere else I have 941 and 1209. So these are the columns and rows of frequencies. So I can dial anything on the keypad, uh, and then I have a phone number that I'm calling here. So I've entered in the phone number for the Naval Observatory clock. When I uh, hit go, I'm going to press, press the A button, it's going to allow the number to dial. Uh, it's going to show some status on some NeoPixels, and then it's going to do this play tone. Let me zoom in there. It's going to do this play tone at keypad, get value, current number. Uh, so this is running through the either first or second digit in those arrays uh, to play the tones. I'm going to turn up the volume. I have a switch for that. And let's listen to this once. Okay, so that's the number being dialed. And now a dangerous live demo. I'm going to try to call that with the microphone and this phone. So you can hear, there's my dial tone, and now I'm gonna play it. It sounds like it made a call. <laughs> oh, I got a wrong number. I'm gonna get arrested. <laughs> okay, that was not the number, so something was off. So I found this a little finicky as far as the distance from the speaker or what the speaker is sitting on, and I won't uh, subject you to trying now, but I've had pretty good success rate, especially in certain places and setting on a mouse pad, uh, where I can reliably call a phone number right off of this little speaker on the Circuit Playground Express. And that is your Make Code Minute. And that was a Make Code Minute. Tune in tomorrow for PM for the next Make Code Minute. Also um, on Make Code, the edge badge was just added, so if you have a Pi badge or edge badge or Pi gamer, you can use MakeCode Arcade, mm -hmm. and you can also just plug in a Circuit Playground Express and go to makecode.adafruit.com and do block coding, JavaScript, Python, it's all there. It is now time for some Python on hardware. There was a lot going on, so buckle, buckle up. <laughs> Get comfy. Um, Forge like your mail. Do snakes have to wear belt buckles? And well, um, so, uh, Brian, Melissa, JP, and Scott were at the Hackaday Super Conference. At Supercon, there was a lot of fun people that we know. This is Brian, this is Jorvan, um, and Jorvan's bot. Lots of Adafruit hardware in there. This is Mob, one was there, and then there's some animatronic ears. And every person at Supercon got an edge badge. So this has machine learning on it. You can speak into it and it can recognize words. Can also do all sorts of other things with machine learning. Also runs CircuitPython, also runs Arduino. And the badge hacking begun. So there are lots of different things. This I think was a um, CO2 is, detector. This is an air quality it was sensor. Air quality, and because yeah. we have like a Grove connector, you can plug Grove sensors right in. And so it was really yeah. easy. Yeah, Grove, Stemma, Quick, Stemma QT. Uh, here it is displayed there. Here's here. Hello, my name is. Uh, I love that. 855 just, parts per million of CO2. Updated the name badge code. Aaron made this great badge hack that controlled the. Um, Trash picking bot. The bots that she's working on. Yeah. Folks made shark controlling badge hacks. And uh, one of the things, you know, we we sent these out and we're like, well, let's keep an eye on Twitter and figure out, can people easily do something with it? And a lot of times um, people say the thing that 
you know, you, you hope this is the experience they have, but then they kind of crystallize it in just, like, you know, 120 characters. So this is kind of nice. My humble opinion, the unsung hero of Supercon was the Adafruit Edge Badge Circuit Python made extremely accessible to customize with only a micro USB cable. Haven't looked at TensorFlow Park yet, but we'll give it a go soon. Did I mention how cheap it is? So that's what we like to hear. How easy it is, how low cost it is, and how you can get started so fast. Geek Mom was there with lots of cool projects. Thank you. You made it super easy with CircuitPython Library. Look forward to using machine learning too. Your demos of voice recognition look amazing. So many possibilities. It's hard to know where to start, but of course I always start with LEDs. Found an edge badge in swag bag, started researching Git repos and documentation to program and realized it was CircuitPython. No documentation needed. Imagine that. Imagine hearing no documentation needed. Just edit code.py on mass storage, zero barrier to entry, supercon. But not everyone liked Edge Badge, Lady Ada. What? Some random dude on Twitter said it's not simple and it violates Rule 9. He came up with rules. And so I, had, I tweeted back and I'm just like, but it's so simple and it's all this stuff. But um, this guy didn't like it. So while he was um, trolling me on Twitter, I just put his words on this badge. So I wear this around all the time. I yeah, I was wondering why you were wearing that this morning. That's what it is. And like nothing else. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scott did a talk there at Supercon, and then in our newsletter and on the blog, um, I think we got to the blog post uh, this week, is exploring hardware old and new with CircuitPython. Scott did a full talk. Brian Stacious, as you may know, Brian in Discord, uh, took a photo. This is a lot of the hardware that was there. And uh, this had a special place in my heart because I started Hackaday 15 oh, look, years it's ago. it's like a layers call. <laughs> yeah, I started the site 15 years ago. I don't have anything to do with it now besides, like, I read it. Um, and uh, I designed the logo, and I always thought a lot of these things were going to be possible with it. But it's nice to see all the different logo variations, but also all the people coming together um, at a cool event. And it was great to have um, our stuff there as Adafruit. So it's like it was, it was really neat to see this thing continue on. You know, you start something 15 years ago, and you don't know what's going to happen, and this is what happened. Um, the badge, the uh, the Hackaday badge, it uses. Tiny USB, mm -hmm. and so that's a, one of our projects that uh, we've we've released and worked on. And Tiny USB was in the news because the uh, FOMU FPGA uses that. Correct. As well. Um, Which is great. More more platforms. Other Circuit Python news. There's another board. It's now up to 88 boards altogether at CircuitPython.org/downloads. Mm -hmm. This is the uh, Xbox boards. There's a couple of them. This is Maxim's Feather. Um, the Feather ecosystem continues to expand and grow rapidly. We'll talk about the Feather contest in a bit, because that's related to Hackaday. Uh, more community projects were posted around, so we tried to get them in the newsletter as fast as we could. Uh, this polls the Reddit site, and uh, there's a subreddit called Shower Thoughts. And uh, they're kind of insightful, and it's on a screen. Uh, this was made by a community member. And oh. it is a circuit python plant water using Cricut. So um, it just automatically waters the plants using circuit python. This is some Overwatch costuming. Um, we're seeing more and more costuming made uh, with Adafruit stuff, NeoPixels, circuit python. Um, more heartbeating projects. So we had one on our site, and then this one is um, they're testing to, to see how it works with uh, this latex uh, painted cool fabric. And creepy. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is one of my favorite ones. This is a goggle project, and it uses 3D printing and NeoPixels. And um, if you think this is, you know, this is it, nope, they're just getting started. So not only does it have a physical effect on the, the eyes, but um, as you can see, they light up as well. 
This is so cool. Isn't that neat? People love iris yeah, closures. Yeah, so look at that. That's nice. And then this is some uh, web BLE that Coding Couple on Twitter was experimenting with. So you can use Moo, you can use Circuit Playground Express, and you can do things like do a color picker right there via the web browser. And Bluetooth. And Bluetooth. Yeah. And then I also wanted to show um, a video from uh, Nicholas. He's working on us with a radio project. So it's a one minute demo, and I thought I would just, uh, just play it. So. I'll see you on the other side here in about a minute. So this is a very quick demo of the work I've done today on the Adafruit radio module. Um, I've got two laptops, uh, my ThinkPad that's connected to this Bluefruit device, and over here is another Bluefruit device connected to my MacBook, uh, which is running Mew, and uh, I've connected, uh, made a serial connection to the device, and it's reporting the things that it's receiving on its radio. Uh, and over here in the REPL, just three lines is all I need to actually send a message. I import the radio class, I instantiate the class, and then I simply send the message. And over here, we now see that uh, it's been reported four times. That's a bug. I know how to fix that, uh, I hope, um, in the not too distant future. But it works, and that's the first step. It works, and then I need to make it work properly, and then I need to make it work properly with documentation and tests. Um, so it's going quite well. Thanks for watching. Caitlin's dad made this Adatote. Um, pretty much anything that we put on Twitter, Caitlin's dad can immediately make a project about this. So maybe we'll make a Neopixel tote one day. Over on Hackster, um, they posted about the STM32F405, and it is the fastest, or one of the fastest, circuit Python running boards we have. And over on DigiKey, Sean Heimel did a video about this board and more. So head over to DigiKey's channel, youtube.com slash DigiKey check this out. There is a Python in Education Discord. We joined up over there. Um, this is kind of neat because it is yet another place online where you can go and talk about Python. This is specifically geared towards educators. Uh, this is the OpenMV project. Um, uses MicroPython and also has the camera uh, working with it so you can do people detection. So a very cool machine learning thing for edge devices. The latest issue of MicroMag is out. It's a free download, but you can also buy it, subscribe, and you can support it. And then, Lady Ada, I wanted to ask you about this because this made the rounds. Yeah. Fatal Fury. This is this a move that you do with uh, Mortal Kombat? Is like. Yeah, you pull out somebody's like heart and show to them. Like, or, this okay. is this is, this? this is the ESP32 thing or what? Yeah. Yeah. So what I, is this? I guess the um, the ESP32 you can have from you know the firmware sits on, on a flash chip, and you can encrypt it. And normally, you know, it's a symmetric encryption, so the key has to be kept uh, very secret. Um, but it's possible to glitch the key out um, using a, a glitching attack okay. um, to try to get it to to extract what the key so is. So you can get the you can get the firmware. You can oh. get so you can decode the firmware. Okay. Uh, it's being ch updated in a hardware revision that's Got coming it. out. So soon. this is permanent if it's in the if it's out. Yeah. If you have an ESP32. Which is actually why we you know well one thing is some people just don't want their firmware to be read. Yeah. But it's also why you know people recommend keeping. Um, like secrets, yeah. like in private keys on external chip. Got it. So like the crypto chips that we stock, they're designed yeah. to be um, secure against the glitch attack. So they, I mean, there might be future attacks they're not secure against, but yeah. it's a lot of microcontrollers are not secure against glitching attacks or, or delamination or whatever. So, it, you know, 
But if you can afford it, having a separate ship to store those secrets means you don't have to worry about yeah. it as much. But um, okay. but still, yes, the firmware can be decrypted right. with you know not too much difficulty if you have a, a glitching toolkit. Yeah. Which I think won like the Hackaday Prize like last year, so it's pretty easy to get yeah, one. Yeah, I suspect there might be like some IoT project that um, uses like an ESP32. You can glitch out the key, and it might be a private key for like how you're controlling your lights or something. Yeah, like that. something like that. Okay. Um, this is kind of neat. There were 545 entries from 23 countries for the European AstroPi Challenge Mission Space Lab. The 423 selected teams now get to write code for the science experiments that are going to run on the AstroPies, and um, this is in the International Space Station. It's neat. A lot of it's going to be Python, if not all of it. I love it. That's so cool. And that, Lady Ada, is the news, and this is Cyber Turkey. Cyber Turkey. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, move on to time travel. Okay. What's new? So, first up. Yes. There was... Supercon. Supercon, and we had a bunch of machine learning demos. So if you got the Supercon badge, or even if you didn't, you get a, an Edge badge from Adafruit. There's or a few, you're a pay ba pie badge. Yeah, or a pie badge. So we have two videos for Machine Learning Monday. I thought I would uh, show those real quick. You got the sign, cosine demo, and also the, um, the micro speech update demo. So we're going to show both of those right now. Okay. What is this? Hey, just playing with my Edge badge. I've got that default sine wave demo. This is the hello world for TensorFlow Lite for my controllers. But I've updated this demo a little bit, and I'll just show you how. The um, initial model is to make a sine wave. But using the Colab script, I created a cosine model. And look, if I rename the file to model.tflite, and this is on the CircuitPy drive, which is the Edge badge drive, and then I reset it. It'll say, hey, I found a model.tf light on disk, and it's going to load that model into memory instead of the default sine wave. So now it's really easy to drag and drop new models just playing around with that file system loading. Good work. Yes. Yes. No. No. What is this, Lady Ada? This is a demo of the Edge badge, which is our Pi badge with a built-in microphone. And that's what lets it recognize when we say the words yes and no, covering with the mic so it doesn't automatically trigger. And it's got continuous TensorFlow Lite from microcontrollers running in the background on this lovely SAMD51 processor with a TFT output and speaker as well. Okay, easiest, fastest machine learning, TensorFlow, device on the market. It cool. agrees. Okay, this is something we put on the blog, put in our newsletters. Um, Logitech Gaming worked with Able Gamers and other groups, and they just released a Logitech G-Kit for Xbox Adaptive Controller. So you get 10 standard AT switches, plus the variable input triggers, two mounting boards, and accessories for about $100. It's a deal. So of course, Bill Binko emailed, he's like, this has to be on the blog. And we're like, no problem. And then Chris Young posted, and he's like, this is freaking huge. To buy this kit from traditional AT vendors would cost over $600, and that's just for the switches. Yeah. And he said, this is what happens when consumer electronic companies turn their eye on the AT space. There's an entire market waiting for devices they can use, and we can all be celebrating this amazing progress. I so, love it. I think this is great that, I mean, it, there's, there's a lot of companies that um, have been making AT equipment, but because it's so specialized, it's been very expensive. Yeah. And having somebody like Logitech that can come in 
and just manufacture all these different switch types and sizes and you know and offer a 10 pack for 100 bucks is such a such a good deal it makes it really accessible for everybody and then people can use these switches not just for the xbox but for hacking toys yep. and other games interfacing with hardware in their house very exciting so very cool um congrats to logitech and able gamers and microsoft for making the xac um standard at devices um this really neat this is good uh, one thing i used to say and I think I'm just going to update it. I say, you know, everyone makes something. I think everyone plays games. And if we're really going to say everyone makes and everyone can play games, then we need to have assistive technology. And this will drive down the cost for lots of things and just more people being able to do more, more things. Um, so speaking of out-of-this-world news, um, there was a first. And this is in the time travel section. This is the first Wikipedia edit from space. So this was a list of spacewalks since 2015. And uh, Christina, who's a astronaut on the US uh, or the International Space Station um, made a Wikipedia entry from the space station and was of course immediately told that it's a violation from space some guy um, said yeah this is fine but you know she's doing it from space so this is why no one likes Wikipedia by the way um, because like you do something like this and then some guy comes along but anyways I'm sticking to the celebration of the first Wikipedia edit. yeah all right we're an open source hardware company we are it's true which is a policy violation for some someone out there. That's fine. I'm sure. It, um, it violates rule number nine. Yeah, this rule, is, we should have called this show the violation. Rule number nine. Plan nine. Plan, plan violation. From outer, outer rule. Yeah. Okay. Um, big event coming up. This is December 2nd and 3rd. There are four workshops with our hardware at the AIoT Dev Summit. We just sent 200 badges out. So. Computer History Museum, Mountain View, California. This is with ARM. And if you are there, you will get one of these. Free hardware. Yeah. So that is coming up. Go to it. Check it out. We have a million links all over our site and more. And it's for you. A uh, bit of a reminder. Don't forget. Sign up on Adafruit Daily for the I IoT newsletter. news. Yes. Yeah. Brent the is, make code newsletter. IoT yeah. Newsletter. Brent is the author on this. And he's catching up pretty fast to me on some newsletters. So yeah. he's rocketing up. He's got over 1,000 subscribers. No so. way. Really? Yeah little worried that's actually really good that's really fast yeah so do check that out uh -oh. um, speaking of news in the maker world uh, this is the 2019 survey of makerspaces this is put on by nation of makers so I told Dorothy I'd help get the word out October 1st to December 31st if you have a makerspace or hackerspace they need data to make sure all these grants and funds and information is um, getting looked at by the people who are actually doing it so they know if these are working on and if you don't have a makerspace this is where you can fill out the survey and say, we really, we need, here. Um, another little bit of news, uh, Sophie Kravitz, who helped put on the Supercon conference, will be the keynote speaker at the Open Hardware Summit that's coming up in March. That's wonderful. In New York, yep, big deal. And speaking of Hackaday, we are still doing the Take Flight with Feather contest. The contest begun on November 1st. It's sponsored by Hackaday, Adafruit, and DigiKey. There are already 28 entries. They're all amazing entries. I put a collage together. Ooh. You got drones. You got feather wings. You got battery LEDs. wings. You, you got, got you got assistive technology wings. You got video games. You got a BlackBerry looking thing. You've got um, a robot. You've got there's everything. There's, there's a lot. everything. But and, there's room for more. And they're just and we're just getting started. There's a keyboard wing. So um, feather, big trends. You know we're going to be asked to predict stuff in 2020. And you know we'll probably just say what's going on. Feather format, UF2, Stemmen quick connectors, Python. No, it's kind of coming together. Laura, 
stuff like that. Yeah. Anyways. Cool. All right. Okay. Don't forget to enter, folks. Yeah. All right. So um, next up, we have some guides. Yeah. And the guides that we have this week, we have a couple of them. Yes. And I want to go to the guides. Okay. But I have to do something first. Okay. I'll let you do your thing. And do this. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have two guides right now. More coming soon. We have the 3D printed TFT Gizmo Turtle Guide. We'll have a video that goes with that. But here you go, you have the Blue Fruit Circuit Playground. Put the TFT Gizmo on it, and then you can run Turtle Code and literally have it in a turtle. Turtle in a turtle. Which is turtle just, all the way down. Which is cool with the lens on it. And we also have from Katni a guide for the mini GPS module that we put in the store a few weeks ago. It's an I2C and UART compatible GPS. So you can use either I2C or UART to get GPS data. It's a nice and small one inch by one inch GPS module. And more guides will be coming soon. Next week will be a chunky guide day. Okay, let's do some Main York City factory footage. Okay. City factory footage segment without a time lapse outside the window. This is why we need folks to buy stuff from us because this is across the street. So Disney bought some real estate around here. Google bought some stuff. So that just means our rent's going to go up. So um, yeah. use that code STEM OLED and uh, save a buck or two. Okay. I'm kind of peaceful watching them. Yeah. Take okay. Three D printing. Every single gizmo, gizmo. Wednesday, you can learn how to make all the stuff on 3D Hangouts with Nero Pedro. Uh, let's learn how to make that turtle, and then we're going to do a speed up. It's a skull ornament. Okay. See you on the other side. I'll be back after the skull ornament. Hey, what's up, folks? In this project, we're making a turtle for the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. It's got little magnets on the bottom, so you could stick it on your refrigerator or anything metal. This project uses the TFT Gizmo to display graphics and images. The case is 3D printed and designed to house the electronics. Check out these demos to get an idea of what you can make. 
This uses the Turtle Graphics Library for Adafruit's CircuitPython. These examples were inspired by the Logo programming language. With CircuitPython, you can program your own Turtle graphics and display them on Adafruit's TFT Gizmo and Circuit Playground Bluefruit. To install it on your hardware, head on over to circuitpython.org. You can download the latest version by selecting it from the downloads page. The device shows up as a USB drive so you can easily upload files. To get the board in bootloader mode, just double press the reset button. Then drag and drop the file to automatically flash the firmware. Check out the learn guide to get examples and learn how to create your own. You'll want to grab the required libraries and drop them on the circuit Pi drive. Check out the Moo Python editor and use the built-in serial console to debug your code. The example code has everything you need to get a project up and running. There's lots of example code to play with, so definitely check them out. You can get the parts to build this project, links are in the description. The parts were designed to snap fit, so the assembly is pretty easy to put together. Start by placing the battery in the center of the TFT gizmo. Then orient the circuit playground Bluefruit so the USB port is lined up with 12 o'clock. You'll need to use the included hardware screws to bolt the PCBs together. Once it's installed, you can then plug in the battery to power the circuit. Place the PCB over the 3D printed turtle and press fit it into the standoffs. You can optionally add a convex lens to magnify the graphics on the display. The turtle shell can then be snap fitted on top. Little nubs on the side of the shell lock into the snaps along the outside of the turtle. The USB port is accessible on the bottom rear of the turtle. Lastly, you can add neodymium magnets to the little flippers. And there you have it, that's how you can assemble our 3D printed turtle. This was a cute project to work on, and I hope it inspires people to try out Adafruit Circuit Python. If you have any projects you'd like to share, we invite you to Adafruit Show and Tell livestream. Check out the Adafruit Discord server so you can chat with the community. Thanks so much for watching, and don't forget to subscribe for more projects from Adafruit. It is Adabox Miss. We have this song in the beginning. We're going to play it again at the end of the show. But this is a reminder. So if you go to adabox.com, because how many days are left? We are running out of Adaboxes. Ten. It's probably ten. And uh, if you want to get an Adabox, or the easiest thing to do to... I'm not saying it's a competition, 
who can give the best gift each year, but it's often turning into. But here's that. the thing: the gift you're gonna, they're it, gonna it, get it every quarter. It's every four times a year. So it's it's four, it's like you're four times better. And people are like, why don't you do it every month? And the reason is, y'all, there's too many projects yeah. for you to finish it. Like it's three months worth of projects in this yeah. box. So yeah, one one person said, you know, I I I have to make sure I set time up because it's every three months, and I usually have time to do like a project every three months. So that works out really yeah. well for them. So um, this is your chance, adabox.com. You should do it. And uh, listen to the song, beginning look look light Xbox Must, and we'll play that at the end as well. But okay. um, you got to do it, got to do it, got to do it, because we will run out, and we can't do anything about it once we run out. There's no, no there's no extras. We're out, we're out. So, okay. And, okay. Uh, the only other caveat is the discount code doesn't apply to that because um, it's really hard to make money off <laughs> subscription boxes, so we can't have discounts on those. Yes. Um, at least not, not yet. But you do get free shipping on Adabox. You get free shipping, and that's one of the reasons. Okay. Okay. It's beginning to look a lot like a new mess. <laughs> okay. So uh, first up, special thanks to Google for working with us to do yet another buy one, give one. This is for Black Girls Code. And if you're interested in doing artificial intelligence, and you were always thinking of getting the AIY voice kit, guess what? You can get one, and, and when you buy one, it immediately, one goes to Black Girls Code. That's how it works. You buy one of these, it goes to them. You buy one of these, it goes to them. You get one, they get one. They get one. And that's what we think can work out for this type of giving that people, they want to get something for themselves, and they also want to make sure someone gets something. So, including this kit, there's a pie. Yep, you get a USB Pi, you get a hat, um, you get the speaker and the button with RGB. It's plug and play, there's no soldering required. And they even made it really easy to set up with an Android device. Um, you don't have to SSH into anything, you can do it almost completely on Android device, I think, like last I checked. If you have an iOS device, you have to like log into the Pi and set something up, but it's also not too hard. So we just launched this, special thanks to Google, and if you want to do something good, um, this is yet another group that you can do things with. We're going to continue to do this, hopefully all through the month of November and December, because we think that it's possible to do buy one and give one for all sorts of different groups out there. So if you're a company and you want to participate with this, with us, let us know as well. Next up. Okay. New gizmo. We had the TFT gizmo that people loved, and we do a lot of projects with that. Now we have the tricolor ink gizmo. It's just like the TFT gizmo. It screws onto, it's a bolt-on kit, screws onto your Circuit Playground Express or Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. I will say it does not work with the Circuit Playground Classic because you actually need too much RAM uh, to display on there. So um, this is for the Express and Blue Fruit and any other future Circuit Playground. But for those two, you can uh, use it in Arduino or in CircuitPython. The Blue Fruit works best because it has tons of memory. And uh, here it is with the Blue Fruit and you can of course send uh, data and images remotely to it if you'd like and let me reset it so you can see it uh, Maybe if I Hold on. Uh oh my battery died I think You know it's funny when the battery dies you can't tell you can't it's tell still, because it's, it's e-ink and You mm. don't get a chance to um... Yeah, I, I think I left it on okay, so here it goes. So now it's um, updating the image and uh, it doesn't update immediately, so something to watch out for. It takes about 15 seconds. And you also don't want to update it more than every uh, few minutes. But that said, 
um, you get wonderful uh, black, white, and red displays. And when oh, your battery great. dies, it still works, Yeah. Uh, which is great. So you're going to unplug it, and look, it still has okay. the image on it. So, um, yeah, pick one up uh, for uh, your circuit playground. Blue Fruit is best, but you can also get uh, some basics working on the Express. So a great uh, no power needed display that looks great at any angle and looks great outside. Yeah, look at it. Try color. Look at it. Okay. Look at it. Um, stemma, 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 stemma. Quick, quick, quick. QT, QT, QT. Gravity, gravity, gravity. Grub, grub, grub. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for doing my job for me. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got uh, this. We're adding a, a bunch more SemiQT slash quick cables. So these are JST SH cables. Um, and here is a demo, which of course oh, I that's unplugged. That's cool because it's just working. a circuit playground express with the okay with Stemma and uh, alligator clips. That's yes. Cool. So now you have all of our sensors and devices that have these little uh, Stemma QT or quick connectors. No solder. No solder required. And then you can now alligator clip them. So this is an alligator clip adapter and you can give it three volts, SDA, SCL and ground. Uh, and then you can just, you know, you have displays, you can chain them together. So, you know, this goes through display. And then on the other hand, you know, this connects to a sensor or some other device. Um, and it's great for adding our I squared C sensors. Um, all the new sensors that we're adding, you'll notice they have these connectors. Um, so that, uh, again, because people were like, oh, why don't you make like a wearable version of everything? It's like, well, we kind of like didn't want to go through and add wearable versions of every sensor. So instead, you know, for this breakout, um, it becomes wearable because you can use alligator clips uh, to plug oh, it in like that. You can chain these along. So and you can cool. chain these along. Okay, we have okay. other stuff. Next up. More, more, more. We have a shorty cable. And we have a long cable. So we had a 100 millimeter cable, but now we have also a 50, which is half the length, and 200. Um, and I'll show this off. So you can use this to connect uh, between boards. So for example, this board has uh, the STEM IQT connector, and then it can connect to here, and then it can connect to there. Um, so you can chain these. And then over here, for example, uh, I've got that really long cable. So if you need... Um, Super long cables. I will say, I, you know, I for a few feet, it's not recommended. You can go to a foot or two, I think, with I squared C, and yeah. it's okay. And then... That's, that's the other one that's here? Yep, so it's the long one, and then we have also the short one. Yeah, okay. So two, two different lengths. Stemma, Stemma QT. These are Stemma QT or quick compatible. Or quick compatible. They're JST SH one millimeter pitch. All right. And well, they've got the colors to match, like black goes to ground, red goes to power. Blue is SDA and yellow is SCL. So yeah. great for I squared C and you'll notice, like I said, we are, our two OLEDs have the connector and then our new sensors are all coming yeah. with this connector as well. Okay, what are these? These are uh, Stemma large, the classic large size. Um, they come in a pack of 10. And uh, we use these on, on our bigger boards. Uh, they're Grove compatible, which is pretty nice if you have seed Grove sensors. So this is a 10 pack. I'll show on the overhead these two. Actually, you know what? Let's go to the next one, and I'll show both yeah, the same Yeah, we time. have the... So this is the horizontal like the style. And the horizontal. horizontal style, and then the vertical style. Uh, but they're both yeah. four-pin um, JST PH two-millimeter pitch. And I'll show these on the overhead. So uh, compared to this small JST SH, these are much bigger. They're uh, two-millimeter pitch. Um, but that's great because um, they're a little easier to work with. They're larger and you can hand solder them. 
So let's say you have uh, one of these breakout cables. Um, you, uh, you can plug it in, it only plugs in one way because there's a key. And then um, this solders onto your circuit board and then you can have the cable coming out from the top. Or, removing this, it's tough when there's no PCB to grip onto. Um, this version is the horizontal style. So same, it only goes one way. And this one, it plugs in on the side and, and comes out the sides. This okay. one is vertical style out from the top. This is horizontal style from the and, side. And then do you want me to just keep clicking through all these yeah. other ones? Because we got... So that's just a cable, yeah. straight the cable. And then um, these are the four pin ones. And then next up we have the three pin version. Same thing, but three pin. So the four pin we like to use for I squared C. The three pin ones we like to use for analog um, and servo connectors. We have like NeoPixels that have this cable on the end or servos. And you can, actually you can notice on the gizmo, um, we have that same connector. So it's easy if you want to like, oh, I want to connect NeoPixels or servo or, you know, potentiometer, um, you can plug in yeah. and you have a nice solid cable to connect, you know, power, you ground and signal. Um, so now if you're like, oh, I want to add this uh, three pin connector to your project, we also have a 10 pack of the three pin, same vertical and horizontal style. So this is the vertical style. Uh, you solder it on the bottom and it sticks up like so. Yeah. And then the horizontal style, ditto, it uh, fits the three pin connector. Yeah, Melissa mentioned in the chat, if you have a Pi Badge LC and you wanna add connectors, these are great for that. Yeah, you can do that. And then this sticks out the side. So we like, uh, you know, we have two sizes of connectors that we like to use, we like to use the JST PH, which is this larger, chunkier, and then the JST SH, which, um, you know, we call the, the Stemma QT because it's, it's a cutie version. It's a smaller, cute version, but it's um, pin compatible because it's got the same, you know, ground power data clock, and then this has the same ground power data clock, but of course it's much smaller, so this okay. is good for little breakouts. Well, I feel like we have to plug these into something, and maybe uh, maybe this is one of the things. That, yep. You know, so, for example, uh, we also have two breakout boards that we updated. So these are actually updates. Uh, we've had these OLEDs before, but I was in the mood to update them because I was actually trying to use these for a lot of projects with you know plug and play, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to revise these. I'm going to add um, auto reset circuitry because that was a common complaint people had, it was that you had to connect the reset pin instead of just connecting um, power ground data clock. Um, so I added that and I also updated it to add uh, that Stemma QT connector. So you can see here um, for the STM32 F4 5 feather, we have the I squared C connection, goes to this pressure sensor and then um, data comes out to the OLED. It's you know plug and play, so it's pretty easy to use. Let's remove this from the wax. Uh, so you see it plugs into the end. There's only, this one doesn't chain because like the end has an OLED connector on the other side, but it's great um, if you just want to you know have a sensor or more, and then connect you to a display. Solder free. Put all this stuff together. I also like by the way, you know this is we do this every week, but these are live demos. This is really working stuff. You see how it looks even on video. You can tell the quality of the displays and how. Yeah, easy you can this have to lightly see it refreshing, which is fun. Yes, yeah, it's live. live. Okay. Um, so this is the. Uh, uh, 0.91 inch, 120 by 32 monochrome. You can still, it has the same pinout as before. So if you want to use it on a breadboard, you can use it on a breadboard just fine. Um, but you know, we, we revised it and used uh, 0603 parts. 
which let us have a little bit more space um, yeah. so that we could fit the STEMIQT connector. We got another one. And we also updated the 1.3 inch OLED, which I was showing you earlier, connected to the Circuit Playground Express. Um, it's the larger version, and uh, this one does have connectors on both sides. So this used to be an SPI display, and now we've made it default I2C. So that's one change. You can still set it to be SPI by cutting the two jumpers here if you'd like. But by default now, it's I2C. And yeah, you can uh, plug and chain uh, connections to it. Um, and we also changed the mounting holes a little bit to put it on a 0.1 inch boundary. So it's a little bit mechanically different. Uh, the pinouts are the same. And by default, it's I2C, and we added the auto reset circuit. I think it's a nice update, um, but we have been selling this for a while. It's like product number 930 or something. So I know people have been using this for a bit. So just be aware if you've used this in projects before, um, there is a slight mechanical change. Uh, we made it a little bit more compact. And the electrical change, you have to cut these jumpers if you want the default SPI mode. But that said, I think a lot of people are going to like the update. I think it's worth it to have it be now plug and play, no soldering required to add an OLED to a project. Okay. Recap. We've got uh, the Black Girls Code giveaway coming back. Buy one, give one. This time, Google stepped up and donated 50 AIY voice kits. So we've been looking at making your own uh, voice assistant with the Raspberry Pi and uh, this lovely cardboard speaker kit, no soldering or coding required. Uh, pick one up and we will automatically donate one to the Girls Who Code chapter in California. We also have an update, uh, new gizmo, e-ink gizmo, we have TFT gizmo, now e-ink, uh, works great with Circuit Playground Express or Brewfoot to make a tricolor uh, e-ink display uh, for low power projects and outdoor visibility. A great add-on, doesn't work with the Bluetooth, with the uh, Circuit Playground Classic. Uh, we have a couple Stemma QT quick cables. So they're JST SH on one end, and this one has alligator clips. So it's great for alligator clipping onto portable uh, wearable projects like the Circuit Playground, but also like anything else where you just want to have big chunky wires to connect to the JST SH cable. We also have a short 50 millimeter uh, JST SH SH uh, quick or Stemma QT cable. And we also have a longer 200 millimeter one. So now we have 50, 100, and 200 millimeters for chaining together your I2C projects. We have a bunch of Stemma JST-PH connectors. These are four and three pin JST-PHs, two millimeter pitch. We have horizontal and vertical, and here's the cable it connects to. Four pin, and we also have three pin. So four pin we like to use for I2C, three pin we like to use for analog or digital, like servos or neopixels, potentiometers. So we have them in grab bags of 10 a piece. Great if you want to add to your project. We've updated our two I2C OLEDs. So the uh, 128 by 32 monochrome OLED has been updated, now has auto reset circuitry and comes with a STEM IQT connector. Great for using those cables for plug and play connectivity. And the 1.3 inch OLED 120 by 64 was also updated added I2C uh, default, auto reset circuitry, and uh, chain through STEMA QT connectors. So again, plug and play connectivity with those cables. So now we've had all these sensors and we also have now displays that you can use with STEMA QT. Huzzah. Okay, so don't forget the code is STEMA OLED all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
Um, let's do some top secret. Get it out of the vault. Out of the vault. Okay, while we're showing some top secret, don't forget to go to adafruit.it slash discord and hang out there. Let's talk about some squid pro quo. <laughs> uh, we're making some goggles. These are the Sister Night goggles from Watchmen. You can see some of the progress and more. Um, it is a 3D printed project, so you can get some previews of what we're thinking and what we're doing, including the evolution of these. And these, they've, they've gone even farther still. Yeah. This looks great. They're getting very close. Next up, we posted a stem asunder. Coming soon, this is a uh, ported pressure sensor from ST, the LPS 33. Uh, this is kind of the sister to the 35, but uh, like we said, we're coming out with all of our sensors. If they have I2C, we're putting uh, stem QT connectors on them so you can easily connect and chain them, no soldering required. Also have some coming soon. The MCP2221 is an interesting low cost USB to like I2C, ADC, DAC, and GPIO chip. It's not as fast as the FT232H, but it's really cheap. Did I mention it's cheap? So we thought maybe like USB-C on one end and then like a stomach QT connector on the other, and then you could use um, Blinka on a computer to add a quick I2C connectivity. Uh, also revise the LSM9 DS1 9DOF sensor. Likewise, uh, make it a little bit smaller, compact and add uh, QT connectors on each end. Um, also kind of updating, also revising the list three. Uh, this is a family, this is the list 331 and H3 list 331. And maybe we can also use this for the list 3DH. So uh, a couple different accelerometers that might use that breakout. The Beano 080, we actually designed a breakout for this like a, two years ago and I kind of never released it. So I went through and respun this. Um, this sensor has like every possible interface, so it's kind of big for a breakout because we had to add level shifting for like SPI and I2C and UART. Uh, but I think we got everything going here. It's a nice update to the BNO 055. And then I noticed a lot of people using the BH1750 light sensor, so I thought I could spin together a quick light sensor breakout. And okay. yeah, we'll see. Back in the vault. That's it. All right, we're going to answer some questions. I have some loaded up over on Discord and YouTube. Lady Uta, yep. let's uh, kick this off. But, uh, you know, one last reminder it's in interfer.it slash Discord, and we just hit 15,000 people. Thank you, everybody. Okay, uh, what do you think the lifetime of the QT connectors is likely to be as good as the two millimeter ones? Um, I know how long the cables last. They last for about. Um, three to 500 insertion cycles. I know this because we use those cables for testing stuff like the monster mask. And I know that every three to 500 tests, we tend to replace the cables. Uh, the connectors are fine. It's the cables that they, they wear out, but that's normal. Usually um, the solder on connectors last for a very long time and the cables just need to be replaced. Okay, a question from Discord. Um, do we stock a nitrate ion sensor, which is immersed in liquid to determine one no. measure of water quality? No, we, we actually don't have any pH or liquid sensors because they're extremely difficult and delicate to ship. And we want to make sure that if we do that, we do it right. And okay. we haven't figured out how to do that right yet. Okay, someone wants a hint on Adabox. It'll run a uh, CircuitPython. That's a hint. That's a hint. Uh, that narrows it down to probably like 
hundred different things. Okay, uh, next up, uh, scrolling down. Question, why does the VLM 6070 page say to use the better VEM, VEML 6075 and links it, but the VEML 6075 is discontinued? Um, an update on the page, right? Yeah, the, the, the 6075 is the update to the 6070, but then the 6075 got discontinued by the manufacturer, which is weird. Usually they don't, yeah. usually they don't make a new thing and then discontinue it before the old thing, but they did. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Kind of sucks because I really like the Velmo 6075. Okay. Um, if someone just placed an order and forgot to add the code, what did they do? Well, email support at adafruit.com. It's not too late. They might be able to help you out. Uh, next up, do you know anything about the Java Micro Edition for the STM32 F4? I've seen some articles about it in the past. Do you think it might be able to run on the STM32 F405 Feather? Um, I don't know. I've never used Java Micro, but if it runs on an STM32 F4, uh, F4 series, the 405 is like the most popular and oldest of the F4, like powerful F4s. So if it's going to run on any chip, it's going to run on that one, okay. if that makes sense. Like it's, it's an older F4, it's a fast, very high memory F4. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of, it's, it seems to be well supported. All right, uh, next up. The stomach connectors will make it easy for me to design I2C peripherals for my own design. What I need is a chip that lets me send and receive I2C protocols, one that I can send to my own devices. A breakout that did this would be great. Is this something you could sell? One that I could plug into a breadboard would be really cool, any hope. Yeah, that's the, um, the SAMD09 breakout we have. You'll have to reprogram it, but it runs the CSAW protocol, which can be used to convert I2C to various GPIO and Okay. And things. I mean, if you need something that doesn't support, you'll have to customize it. Hugger for you. Adafruit PCBs are laid out with skills. Thanks. Sure. Um, any good book for learning electronics? Um, someone suggested start out with Learn Guides Online, and then mm -hmm. that'll probably help you decide what to do. Okay. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. What, dis what display would you recommend to build a smart badge? Um, check out what we did with the Edge badge. I think the Pi badge, the Edge badge, is a great start. Yeah. Uh, those 1.8 inch TFTs are, are popular. Uh, the ST7735 is kind of a well-established chipset. I've had no problems with it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any plans for any PyPortal? Yeah. Um, and then if someone is um, PyPortal uh, light going red on on and off again, red on off again, status D2 is all red. I think it's a Wi-Fi thing, right? It's red. It can't connect I, on I, the... I don't know. For that, you, I post in the forums yeah. to get tech support because it could be anything. You, you could be it. the key. Or the, could be like anything. It can't connect up. But, yeah. I, but I remember I did put my right password in for the in the secrets file, and I think it was doing... It was red. Okay. Uh, and the factory footage was that thing that looked like a welder. Oh, that was our selective solder machine. Mm. Okay. And yeah. And we got through all the questions. That was it. Okay. All right, Lady Ada, what do you want to give away this week? I already we're gonna know. <laughs> we're going to give away the uh, microchip IoT AVR yeah. dev board. We ran out of time last week when they were on the show. So we're going to uh, give it away this week. Microchip. So show this off. This is their IoT dev kit. Yes. So we're going to give this away. It's a dev kit. It's got like a Wi-Fi chip, and they've got code for it, and it's got a debugger, I think. So yeah. it's cool. Okay. So what are the rules? Rules are, if you've won something before on this website, you can't win again. Only one winner per my lifetime. The first person to call on the phone and answer the magical questions will win uh, the AVR IoT WG from Microchip that they gave yeah. us to give away. Uh, call the phone number shown here and uh, let it ring. After it rings twice, I'm going to pick it up and say, ahoy, ahoy. 
That's how you know to me. And then uh, you should say hi. You know, my name is whatever your name is. And then I'll ask you where you're calling from and a project you're working on or you want to work on. Mm-hmm. And you get a free prize. That's all you got to do. Is that easy? That's that easy. That easy. So okay. call the number. Free AVR Wi-Fi dev board. Yeah. We'll see. Sometimes these work out, sometimes they don't. It's sealed, so I don't want to open it. Well, if you really want to, we have a couple different ones. Wait, we have one one? Yeah, you can open it up if you want. Well, where's the other one? They're over at my desk. Oh, okay. I guess I could open it. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to get people to interested in this? Yeah, open it up. Okay. Why not? Show this off. I don't know how to. Give another minute, and then we shall hold this till next week. Okay, and I don't know how to open this box. It's Lady Ada proof. It is Lady Ada proof. That's this what they really... said. That's what they said. They said no, Lady Ada's gonna open this up. I mean, I feel Sorry. bad for the person getting this because it's gonna be coming. No, we already have. We Let's already stop. have. We already have. I guess I'll get a clean one. Yeah. Okay, that's what you're getting. Oop. Oh, see, Should they be continued. when they saw it. Okay, show the. Show okay, ready? Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Do the, do the fun thing. Ahoy, ahoy. Hello, what's your name and where are you calling from? It's Robert Olderton, calling from uh, Lennox Mass. Sorry, what was your name again? Robert. Oh, hi, Robert from, from Lennox hey, Mass. How are you? Well, congratulations. You've managed to call a phone number correctly and answer the magical question. So you've won this AVR IoT uh, dev board. All you have to do to uh, get it is email support at adafruit.com, S-U-P-P-O-R-T at adafruit.com, and say, hi. You, just say you won the prize. You won the prize. Yeah, that'll work. Because it's not, it's not something we stock. Just say hey, it's okay. Robert. And uh, what's a project you're working on or you want to work on? I'm actually trying to build a, a, a small uh, smart badge for especially for the work project. We're trying to do a non-annoying mechanism for alert uh, guests at a yoga center. They're really pretty. Sounds kind of crazy, but it goes hand in hand with the electronic policy that doesn't want people to have cell phones on it. Oh, okay. Another room for available. That could be interesting. All right. Well, sounds yes, cool. It could be. Well, maybe yeah. this will come in handy for you. Uh, so don't forget to email support at adafruit.com, and we'll send you out this free IoT kit from Microchip. And good Perfect. luck on your project. And if uh, you can share it with us when it's done, come by Show and Tell and share it. I'll try to do that. Yay! Thank you, Robert, and have a wonderful night. Thank you. Good night. All right, we gave it away. Okay, lady. That's our show for the evening. We will see everybody next week at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, special thanks to all the Adafruit remote team members and Adafruit team members that are doing stuff. I think Zay's in the chat tonight. Thank you, Zay. Thank you, Zay. And Slack. Special thanks to all the Adafruit remote team members uh, that are out there doing stuff, all of our Adafruit employees, all the folks who went to Hackaday and um, represented Adafruit and helped people out. Thank you, uh, Brian and Melissa and JP and Scott. And also, special thanks to everyone who used the code tonight, STEM OLED. It helps all of us here at Adafruit pay the bills. For Get the 10% skills. off. Get 10% off. Don't and forget the Adabox. Don't and, forget to subscribe to Adabox. And uh, we're, gonna run, we're gonna run out. With that, we will do a moment of Zener and we will uh, play the wonderful song again. The song again, because it's that good. It's a pretty good song. We gotta get the miles out of this one. Yeah, it, okay. it was nice. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.
It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmus Everywhere you go Let your ideas flow For projects you want to show With push buttons and LEDs aglow It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmus Everything is grand But the nicest thing on the shelf Is something you made yourself With your own hand A circuit playground with a speaker for sound Is the wish of Barney and Ben A Raspberry Pi with some LCD eyes Is the hope of Janice and Jen And friends at the Hackerspace Can't wait to 3D print again It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmas Everywhere you go So grab A for the wing Let the piezo ring Prototype aboard for sensing snow It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmus Time for a Silastros Get your projects all debugged Then cozy up nice and snug With some warm gold 